0: Good, good, morning. All right, we're at Shin Yud. Uh, continuing Muksa, we should be done by tomorrow, I think. Okay, one important thing to point out when it comes to Muksa, we're getting close to the end, so just uh, to help get a full picture, uh, I'm not sure if it was mentioned. When we're ca- talking about it from, from all the muksa, there's different categories of different types of kaling. So just interesting to point out that a kli for the purposes of Muksa, for the most part, has no relevance to a Kli when we're talking about makabotuma Tumah. Two separate things. The Gemara does make a comparison, that they're similar in the, in the aspect of, when would it be similar? For shivrei Kalim. If you want to know if it's still called a Kli, it still has a usage, so then they're very similar. That if it's no longer usable, then it could become Muqsa during Shabbos, and it could become Tahur or for the purposes of Tuma and Tara. But it's intrinsically to decide if something is a Kli Shemalachta Lehetar, Kli it has no relevance. Um, just two quick, simple examples. We know Pshute creates pieces of wood, are not Makabla Tuma. And then we have matches and toothpicks. Matches would be a Kli Shemalachta and the toothpicks would be Kli So you see when it comes to uh Muksa really uh, intrinsically from the beginning it's not really relevant to mantara. Okay? Um One other thing we're going to come to real soon so I'll just bring it up now. because It brings up an important point. Is Let's say you find a mezuzah on the floor. You fell down on Shabbos, a mezuzah on the floor. Is it muksa? And whether it is or isn't can you move it and pick it up? It is muqsa, so you can. So you say... It's muksa and you couldn't move it. Very good. And? Oh, uh, I actually had this question for you, uh, because we. You know what? You don't mind telling me, because I want quick answers to this year. There is a shula that says it's not mukhsa, you can pick it up and put it back on. I believe it's from Rav Yaakov. Okay. So someone says Rav Yaakov then says it's not muksa. So, it would appear to me that it's definitely muksa. There is a discussion. Mahmat kis or not. And so we had previously a case where a delit, a door of a house, comes off. So pretty much, um, pretty much, it's not so clear from the Shulchan Aruch, but from the post scheme, it's pretty clear. Um, for example, Maginavarah, Mishnabura, Menuchasava, Aruch HaShulchan, they all say, it's muksa. The Rambam says it before Yish. The question is, the Shochanar doesn't bring it with his explanation, but, so the point is, anytime you have an item that's 100% set aside, and you're not gonna use it, you're not gonna play with it, you're not gonna open it, you're not gonna use it, it has a din of muksa. Whether you call it a clea or not, and it's not a it's not necessarily, it's probably machmas gufo, because it's intended to stay there and not to move around. That's why a it when it comes off, it's muktzah. It was never designated to. Um, to it's a clear that's usable. It's not muksa when it's attached, but once it comes detached, you never have a mind to move it from place to place. So that could be very, why, very well why um, a mezuzah would be muksa, like you mentioned. Why it wouldn't be? It's a good question, but not, maybe not everyone passes like this Rambam. And um, so therefore, that would apply to a clock on a wall and a painting that's no longer there. Uh, that you always have a mind to be on the wall, and you never have a mind to touch it. Obviously, paintings and pictures that you plan to, that you normally show people. <laughs> so uh, you never move it. You never move it. It's always there. But it's always there. Falls off, and you do interact with it. I think it's a little bit of a different Okay. All right. Fine. So that's Shmira Shabbos Kelchas. He does. His conclusion is like that, but again, different opinions. And he says you can move it because of Bizayon. So we know there are examples. Deleika, Bizayon, talked about tefillin. Oh, these are all cases where we know you're allowed to move them. Um, okay, to save her Bizayon. So that's... All right. I think we'll move on. Now, if it's in a drawer, you're going to sell it. Obviously, it's Machmat Chisar on Kis. normal Stam you have lying around that you're not selling... Is not Muqsa. It's like all sifrei kodesh. You can always open it up and read it. But uh, the question was the mezuzah that no one ever touches and moves, and you don't want anyone to touch it and move it. Okay. Um, to be clear, mine's on the that was on your door and then it fell off on Right. So no, but the mezuzah itself, no one ever has a mind to touch it and play with it. But they, it, they, they, it. But they don't move it. They don't use it. They don't. They don't read it. Okay. Anyway. So... Shin Yur Aleph. So here you have a piece of wood to hang fish. Afa even though it's a bit disgusting. Again, it's not like soa, an excrement. Mutar you're allowed to move the stick. The Kaimalema Muksa, Machmut we hold like Rabbi Shimon that yes, there is Muksa, but not so much Muksa, not as much as Rabbi Yehuda. So on this aspect he's Mako. So that's the Halacha even though. okay. But and shum So any food that you have it's edible, right? It's not mahubala lakarka. you don't have to take it off the tree yet, it's already off the tree. So then it's mudr. Now, to Tamari Mushke Now, this depends on the case, but in general we're assuming any kind of produce that you're selling, even though you're setting aside it for selling purposes, the owner he eats it. He, he, he himself, I mean he doesn't want it to get wasted, but he'll eat from it himself on Shabbos if he wants. So therefore, mutar mehem Shabbos, and it's not, it's not a, it's not muksa. It's not a problem. Now, if you have wheat that you uh, you put it on the ground, but it didn't start to 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 sprout or to grow, so then it's still it's still usable. And you might still use it. It's not muksa in your mind, so therefore, it's you're allowed to use it. It's not muksa. So too, if there, no, 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 no. So we're talking about baitim that are not muksa, baitim that are not not brand new or no lot issues or muksa issues. Talking about you had a beitim that was already there for a couple of days, and then for sure it's not a problem. If the um, even if the tarnagol is on it, you're allowed to to take it unless. Um, it's, it reaches where a point where you're for sure not going to use it anymore. Um, and so too, that even things that are not quite ripe, you can still uh, eat from them if you want to, and they're not muqsa. They're, they're edible but not ripe. Okay, very good. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure. It's a very good question. If it's not edible yet, and it's not, uh, and it's not ripe enough, it might not be mux. I don't know. Good question. Um, cause listen to this. When you talk about grogros vtsimukhim, here you're trying to make grapes, uh, raisins. You're trying to make raisins and dried, dried, um, figs. So, so then what do you do? You put them aside to dry them out. So then they're asr, once you set them aside to dry them out, you don't want to eat them anymore. So then it becomes asr, uh, muqsa, on m- 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 Shabbos. masrichot, kodem shit bashu. Because what happens, when they dry out, first they become kind of disgusting and they smell bad. And then it becomes more dry and then it becomes edible again since you have they became a hundred so then they became disgusting to you and you set them aside not to use them. since you set them aside physically and they're not edible so then they become muksa. But before Bishulan's a good question in the other case, I'm not sure. Haga, Yeshua, and then they become like a vanim and afar, Machmas Gufa. Yeshua, the Einachan Ashayach v'Shel Einel Yehudi v'Filgolos Tzimukim Yado Mutarim. Here's a uh, major principle for a buksa. Anything that a Goy sets aside is not Muksa for Shabbos. Okay, he doesn't have he doesn't have this concept of setting things aside not to use them. And Chazal were never talking. anything that they have is not uh, not Muksa saying for the purposes of them setting aside something that intrinsically is muqsa, even if they own it, it's intrinsically muqsa. But anything that comes to setting aside, that's that doesn't apply to them. He's working for you, the It doesn't matter. It could be he owns it. Whatever the situation is, um, he, he can't make something muqsa. I mean, if it's yours, it could be you made it muqsa by setting it aside. Okay. Um, okay. Now, just to point out, that's the Shulchanarach. There is a there are some achronim who are machmer for a goy, and him setting things aside. But that's, uh, from the- that's the Ramah, and there are some who are machmer. Gimel. Bein Be'eser achil, When it tilto, whether it comes to eating or moving. Chodavar shayar Oy be'n Anything that was usable during be'n ashmachas, that's the key point. Um, Mishnah Bura quotes from the Pasuk, And it's all about Friday afternoon when Shabbos starts in. That's right. Ben we had that, we learned that already before. That's the koveya time. That's when we establish the time. So here it's a little bit of a double standard on the on the strict side. Anything that was muktzah during Ben it's muktzah for the entire Shabbos. Something I that was a mutter at Bainish HaShemashos could still become aser during Shabbos, and it could even revert back to being mutter, um, in the middle of Shabbos. Um, if it, you know, a situation of where it became usable, or not usable, um, or something became, for example, wet, and you can't use it anymore, and then it became, then it dried out, and now it's usable again. Okay. Um so, let's go to Dalit. So we had this famous case of, Dried uh, of raisins becoming muxa, right? You set them aside. So here, interesting case. They became completely raisins before Shabbos started. So when Ben Masha kicked in, it was ready to eat. So when the owner didn't know about that, he put it on his roof, the raisins, and he set them aside. So he was mikhatzem He was not going to use it, and lo and behold, without him even knowing, they became ready so one of the I don't know someone who was bar mitzvah went upstairs to the roof or went outside, whatever the situation was, and checked it. And he and they know. So you have Eda said it was ready before Shabbos, but he had no idea. In his mind, it was still set aside. Mutar. The halacha is that's Chazar or Kavu that. Even though it was uh, what because he had in mind that when it becomes ripe he'll want to use them again. He wasn't the khatsef for or forever. It was only because it was temporary. And he just didn't know when that temporary period happened. So the Allah is it's mutter. Okay. For him as well. For him as well. Sure. Well for all muksa it goes by the Balabai, the owner. So he's really the deciding factor. If it's a muksa for him, it's a mutter for everybody. If it's if it's mu uh, oh, sorry. It's sorry. If it's a muksa for him, it's a muksa for everyone and if it's a mutter for him, it's mutter for everyone. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Hey. Grogarot the tzimukim the lo chazu. Okay, so now you have a case where the raisins are they're starting to get edible. They're starting to become dry enough to eat. Not hundred percent, but they're getting there. So di ika inchi dachile vika dila achile. So some people right some people would eat the raisins at this point and some would definitely not. So, yeah, it's a, right, in between period. E, so then, then then you have this halakha. E, azmine nafikle mitarat muksa v'i, lo, lo. So, as long as you set it aside to dry out, it's muksa until it's completely ready, or it's muqsa where it's partial, It's ready for some and not ready for others, and you specifically said, okay, now they're not muqsa anymore. So, you saw them and you said, okay, now they're starting to be edible for some people, so now I'm saying they're not muksa then, just by doing that, it's not muqsa anymore. But if they're completely not edible, and you just, you know, verbally said, okay, now I'm going to eat them, just saying that they're not muqsa is not enough. You have to do a, you have to either, they have to either be edible partially, or you have to do a maisa with them, uh, I don't know, and bring them in or do something with them to show that they are ready. Um, subtle, a little subtle nuance here, the Mishnah just points out, that the, the post can point out that if it's something that you, um, may... What's it called? The case over here by Grogerot we're a little more strict when it comes to Be'en shemashos. that if they're completely not ready at Be'en shemashos, so then, even though it might be ready on Shabbos, it's smooks up for the entire Shabbos. But he's, well, that's normal. But he points out that, again, subtle difference here, maybe a bit confusing, if you have, let's say, something that's completely man-made, you just mix in the cold house... Uh, water and a raisin, water and some kind of a fruit, and it's you want it to get flavor, I guess, into the water a little bit. I don't know lemons, whatever it is. You want to get a little wa- flavor into the liquid, and it's not ready at bain but you expect it or it's normal for it to get ready during Shabbos. So then that's that's not a case of muksa because it's it's you're not dependent at all on nature like the sunlight or anything like that, and. So, since you're planning to be able to possibly use them on Shabbos, you are not mikatato. So, yeah, so if you make lemon water to drink right before Shabbos, you're allowed to drink it later on at the night or in the morning, um, even though you wouldn't have dr- drinking it during Bain Hashmashas. Okay. Let's go to Vav. Anything that's usar to move. kli So anything that's we, we don't want to, here, we, there's a principle in, in, in Halacha, Chazal, uh, basically it's do Soter Kli, or Kilkel. So, we don't want you to take a Kli and make it non-usable on Shabbos. So you don't want to put a Kli underneath something that will make it aser to move because of the thing on top of it. So you don't want a muksa item on Shabbos to land on something. It's going to end up having to stay there all Shabbos and then you can't use it anymore. But you are allowed to take a kli and cover because you can always lift it up again. As long as you're not completely, uh, you know, just um, making a clean, not usable for the entire Shabbos, you can, if you have a Samin muksa you don't want to touch. right? We just had Pesach here. You have chametz on Pesach and you don't want to uh You're allowed to just cover it up with a kli so people don't see it or touch it. And that's not a problem of mavata Obilvat But you cannot touch it, right? So the Mishnah Burma points out you're allowed to touch muksa. That's not a problem. He's not allowed to move it. So what does it mean? You're not allowed to touch it. We're talking about a an egg, for example. You can't touch an item that's hundred percent going to move when you touch it. Okay. So, but normally you are allowed to touch muksa, just not to move it. Zain. Now you have a bed. Or a chair, whatever the item is, and you have money on it. Money we know is muktzah. <laughs> or it was a bus, is a davar I had money on it during benashmashas. So then, for the entire Shabbos, eser latalta, you're not allowed to move it. Right? We learned this. demigo, migol, the katzir, the benashmashas, it's the kuli yoma. Once it becomes muktzah for benashmashas, it's muktzah for the entire Shabbos. Haga. But if you letzar gufa, letzarach mekomo. So even letzarach gufo or mekomo. It's the Asr. The Basis becomes Asr. Yeah. Now we're going to learn. How could it be worse than the item that was on it? How can it be worse than the item that was on it? Would it be worse than the item that was on it? So that's actually a question mark. Um, the Mishnah Bura points out the Din Habasis, Keoto Mukhsa The Whatever. It's a Basis for something, right? We're talking about it. That's the case we're talking about. So whatever the item's level of muksa is. That's what the basis takes upon that uh, takes upon itself that same that same level. Okay. Vehu adin. Right. So the case over here was was money. Vehu adin. L'kol dovah hetter shemunach alav eser. Okay. Abalim inalei atam haot v'gam lo ayalei benashmas ha'smutel taltolari. We learned that already that during B'nish Masha's there was no money on it. And then somehow the money got on it during B'nish Masha's and it got removed afterwards. An Anju, a kid, whatever. Mistakes. So then it's no longer muksa. Mutal Taltala, once the item doesn't have the Muxa on it anymore. Afilu lemad shesilkan kodam So even if you have an item that you set aside to put the money on it or in it, and you put, you used it, Benish for the item, for the, for the money. But before Shabbos came, you removed it, Benish Or at least you had a mind to remove it. And therefore, it's, um, it's not a problem. Um Mishnah Bura points out an interesting case. I think it would be like a tzedakah box. If you have something that's always miyuchad only for, for money. So, if, It's um, designated for money, and it's only used for money, like a tzedakah box. He says it would be muksa on Shabbos, as a bus used for the money. So it would be mahmas gufo. And even if the tzedakah box is empty, you're not allowed to move it. Unless it was never used already. Because it's an item that's 100% set aside for that. But if you bought a brand new tzedakah box, and you never uh, used it yet for money... So, then he says that would be, um, it says Manallah Milta and it's not muksa. Okay, just interesting. Um, okay. Some are Mahmur, just because we mentioned it. When it comes to a Basis, it has its own separate category. And a Basis, by definition, is always, um, uh, it's, it could be more strict than the item on top of it, like you mentioned. And it's always... So that that's a Machol Qasachronim. It does seem like the Mishnabura and the Ramah are on this one, that it follows it. Okay. Uh, let's go on. Haga V'yish osrim b'yiched l'kach, v'hiniach behem afa shesilka mi miba yom. That's why we just mentioned the tzedakah box. That if it was miyuchar for it, it's always us. L'chein esruot tel so your wallet, you can't move it around, even though uh, you emptied it before Shabbos. Unless you did something um, to undo it from being only used for money. Or you use it for something else. Okay? But it's a basis, and since you emptied it before Shabbos it doesn't have the same level and therefore you're allowed to um, you are allowed to move it Como it's a lower level okay this was the case with the the Ramah and the Mishnah sorry okay but otherwise I think uh, but anyways we, we're that Pasuket Abbasis takes upon the same thing as the item itself beskis hatafur now let's say you have some kind of a pocket or some kind of a pouch that's sewn on and attached to the clothing. So then, if you detached it, then it's not a problem to wear the baget. It's just bagel to, it, to it. It's just sewn on a little bit to it, but it's a separate item. And even if you leave money in there by mistake, it wasn't intended, you're not going to make the whole, and the pair of pants or the whole baget is not going to become a basis for this pouch that's sewn on. The money is not really on the baget itself, it's in the side pocket that's only attached to it. But you shouldn't wear uh, your pants or this clothing, while well, you have this uh, money attached into it, but you might end up going outside with it. Um, uh, Mr. Birrd points out it depends on how how it, the pocket is, how it's sewn in. And it could be that our pants, the i leave it as a question mark, our pants, the way our pockets are made, it might be an in, question mark, it might be an integral integral part of the pants. And therefore, if you have money in your pocket, it could be that it makes your whole pants into a basis, um, and so that would be a problem. Uh, but that's only a problem if you intended to leave your wallet or your you know, whatever your muksa items are inside your pants the entire Shabbos. If you had a mind to take them out before Shabbos, and you just forgot about it, then it doesn't become a basis. It only becomes a basis when you wanted it to be there at Beinash Mashas. Men's white shirts would for sure be because. Men's white shirts are muksa. White shirts. Why? With, with, no, with the, with the keys inside the pocket of the white shirt, Because it's always, it's always made that the, the pocket is just on top. So of the you're shirt. saying the bag? Yes, right, so you're saying a, certainly. According to the way the Mishnah Bura explains it, then you know, a white a pocket of a shirt would be considered an integral part, and if you intend to leave it there at Benish Mashas, then that would be a problem. That sounds correct. Very good. Now, another main principle, you have a Kli, talking about a basis, and you have two things on it. One is mutter, one is Aser. So as long as you have both on there, mutter you're allowed to move it. Such as, you have a kagon rok otsoa. You have some kind of a bucket, or a shovel, and you put dirt in there, but you set it aside for a purpose. So it becomes mutter. But you also have pieces of wood that's useless. So you have two things there. You're allowed to move the whole thing. Because it has both items there, and for you, the dirt is more important than the etzim. But the davra does have to be of more value to you, not equal, but more value to you. But if the asr is more, and, and most say if it's equal, it becomes asr, and becomes a basis. And here, we'll see it's difficult to remove it. Ideally, you don't want to carry schlep muksa with it, even if it's muter, but you can't always remove it. You'll make a mess, you're going to end up losing all your dirt at the same time. Because here, it, it's too difficult. You can't remove, you can't be able to separate it. So you can end up... Okay. If you need the space, you don't want the dirt, you know, the shivrei eights in there. So therefore, you're allowed to remove the whole thing. Right? We learned this already. And if you, but if you only need the mahta itself, and you don't care if you have a mess over there of the dirt and the twigs, don't carry the whole muqsa, the whole item together with the muqsa the bucket, but if your whole purpose is just to get the machta and you don't care if you have the mess on the floor and the items on the floor, then you just then you sh- you shouldn't carry the muk, so You should just shake off everything. And just a small little principle, davar We know that uh, when it comes to being batel, um, there's a principle, davar And if something even though it's, when it's a דבר she'ishal something's going to become mutter later, so the Mishnah Bura points out that applies to muksa too because after Shabbos it's muksa. So if you have an item that's uh, muksa now but it's going to become mutter later, then we don't say it's batel to the other to the other item. He says that here in reference to some you know mixed dirt. You have some some dirt that's muksa and some dirt that's not muksa, and uh, it was noticeable to you which is which, and then it gets mixed together. So then he says the whole thing becomes muksa. Uh, right? No. Yeah, we read that. If you can just get, take care, get rid of the Esr by itself. in that's the ideal. So you don't have to carry a muksa at the same time, even though it's 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 motor because you need makomo. Ideally, you don't want to carry it. You don't want to move the muksa if you don't need to. We're talking about when the heter was there on the. We're talking about becoming a basis, so you have to have the heter there during Benish Mashas. But if you only had the alav imaya but if the only esra was there during so So then that's not going to help you, right? We learned this also. A little review. Tet teva Badavar if you have some uh, an item where you have I don't know a basket, an item a case and you have in there mutter with money. So it's a combination right so then does it become a basis or not? So as long as so if the ma'ot is not the, ma- the money that's in there is not the main thing the other item is also important to you. You'll have to move it, like we mentioned before, which means empty it if you can, and if not, not. <inaudible>